Mesechtes Kedushin, Daf Ayin Beis. We are about 12 lines on the bottom of Ayin Aleph Amid Beis. In order to understand today's Gemara, you need to know geography from 1500 years ago. So there's a place in history, it was called Mesopotamia. It doesn't exist today. What incorporated Mesopotamia was current Iraq, a little bit of Iran, a little bit of Turkey, and a little bit of Syria. That was Mesopotamia. Potamia. Literally what Mesopotamia means, it's a Greek word. I asked Siri today what it means, so I checked it out. Mesopotamia means, it's a Greek word, it means between the two rivers. Oh, that's exactly what we're going to need over here. Because we know Iraq, modern day Iraq, there's two rivers that run through modern day Iraq. There's more, but there's two big ones. And they mentioned the Parshish Gracious, the Chidekel and the Paras, the Tigris and the Euphrates River. They actually merge at the bottom before they spill into the Gulf of something or other. Uh, per, into the Persian Gulf. Right, that, that's where it goes. Right. So, the, when they merge, with, oh, they have a picture. Okay. So, I forgot. I, I looked at <laughs> So, um, so the, the, the Bavel is between those two. Like, all the big cities, Mosul and, and Baghdad, and all the big cities are going to be somewhere along the rivers, right? Or some of them will be very close to both rivers because at some point it's not that far from each other. But again, you can look on Google Maps. It's a fascinating uh, you know, time if you, if you enjoy this stuff. I, I love this stuff. Anyways, they're Yaitzim Eden. These two rivers are Yaitzim Eden. They come out of Gan Eden, we know. Not Gan Eden, from Eden. And the other two are obviously the Nile and the Pishain. And that is the other river, right? The Pishain. The White Nile and the Blue Nile. Okay, fine. That being said, that being said, that being said, we have a parak that talks about the Yuxin, Asar Yuxin. The Asar Yuxin, Sha'alumi Bavel, means that, that Bavel became the most purified country for Yichus. What constitutes Bavel? Now we need to know. So you're going to have to have blind faith and believe what Chazal say over here because I don't know anything about the geography and. Rashi himself, very interestingly, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, He says, I'm just learning the circuit. It seems to me that this is how it worked. Rashi didn't have any geography books. <laughs> Tesis is actually argues with Rashi vehemently, because Rashi seems to say that the rivers flow from the Gulf of Persia upwards, instead of down into the Gulf of Persia. Rashi says, I'm learning the circuit, that's what I see. Tysus says that's not how it works. It happens to be, Tysus scientifically has been proven that the water runs that way. Not that Rashi was wrong, but Rashi is saying, if you're an engineer, if you follow the figure. Which means that Rashi is saying, uh, listen, I was never in that area. I'll just, I'll type to the Gemara based on that. So that's what we're going to do over here today. So the Gemara, Adhechen hi bavel. Till where is bavel? So the first question is Adhechen hi bavel regarding Yichus. We need to know each time we know if we're talking north, we're talking south, we're talking east, we're talking west, we're talking up the Euphrates, down the Euphrates, up the Tigris, down the Tigris. So, Rav Amar Ad Nahar Azak, till where the Tigris River meets the Nahar Azak, which I couldn't find. Ushmu Amar Ad Nahar Yuani, till the Nahar Yuani. Now you know. Ad Heich, the Ilbadiglas Ad Heich. North or south? South. Ad the Ilbadiglas up the Tigris River Ad Heich till where? Rav Amar Ad Bagdava Avna, two places that they knew where that was in those days. Ushmu Amar Ad Mushchani till Mushchani. But Veloy Mushchani Bikal, but not Mushchani itself. Mushchani itself was already outside of Bavel. Says, "Am I really?" 
Shmuel himself said that Mishchani is like Bava when it comes to Yichus. Ela ad Mishchani u Mishchani bechlal. Very good. Letachtes bediglas ad hecha. How far down the Diglas River, the Tigris River, are we going? Says the Amar of Shmuel ad apamaya tato till the second pamaya because Tarti apamaya havyon. There was two pamayas. Chada Elisa v'chada Tatiyaisa. One up, uh, upper pamaya and a, and a lower pamaya. So chada k'sheri v'chada p'sula. One is good and one is no good. Uben chada l'chada parson. The difference between the upper pamaya and the lower pamaya. Name of a place. Yeah. Okay. Between the upper pamaya, upper pamaya, and the lower upper pamaya is about a parson. And the kapdiya dodi. They are very marked not to mingle with each other, these two Apamayas. They wouldn't even let each other a fire. It's a way of saying that nothing. There was no interaction between the two of them. It was almost like a DMZ line between the two Apamayas. So therefore, one is kosher. And you don't have to worry that there was a mixture with the one that was not kosher because they don't, they don't interact with each other whatsoever. And how do you know which one's which? Says, the, the one that's no good is the one that has a Meishan accent. Because we learned yesterday, Meishan is a messed up place. So they already are close to Meishan, so they have a Meishan tinge to their, uh, to their accent, and that's the problem one. How up the Euphrates do we go? Got it. So the, there was a bridge, it was a famous bridge, everybody knew about it. To a different crossing. Abayo, or Rav Yosef, who a couple generations later said, Come on, you're really going to include that much into Babel? That far up? They will lie it on the one that holds the sheet this Rav. Says, Why? The Rav lied, the Shmuel lied. Meaning, Shmuel is even more. So only if you hold like Rav, but Shmuel not. Says, Why? The Rav, If you even pass him like Rav, they were disappointed with you. Now, so, so the answer has to be that in the days of when Rav Yosef and Abayi had said this, already that area was problematic. When Rav said it, it wasn't problematic. Rav and Rav Yosef lived a couple of generations apart. So it could have eventually, the problems could have migrated to that area. And therefore, those, the times of Abayi and Rav Yosef that were still holding on to the Shita of Rav were, were liat. They were, not, they were frowned upon, to put it mildly. Or maybe he only held that it was a problem if he held like Rav, but not like Shmuel. Who told you that Shmuel was more, was more lenient and included more area? Maybe the opposite. Maybe the bridge that he was talking about was, was closer to Bavl itself and therefore incorporated in Bavl. And Rav was more makhmer, was, was more makel. He allowed more place. But nowadays, who did Daluya Parsoi? They took that bridge out of its place, so therefore we don't, uh, we can't even go with any of those things. Rashi says, Today, there's a bridge maybe further upstream, but the bridge that Shmuel was talking about was further downstream, so therefore you're assuming Shmuel meant the bridge, the one that's now, but he was talking about the bridge before it was moved upstream. I don't know why they just couldn't build another bridge. I don't know why they had to move the bridge, but maybe, I don't know. On this side of the Euphrates, how far does it go? Amalei, my daitach, Mishim Birim. What you worried about the city of Birim? Is that, is that what you're asking? Eh, Miyachsi, the Pupadisa, the Birim Nasri. The most chashiva families in Pupadisa marry Birim girls, so you have nothing to worry about the Birim girls. 
Amar of Papa, of Papa says, Kamachlikis liuchs and kach machlikis in your gitten. We have a mission of Bezim Zachtis Gitten. I'm going to give you a Nisiyam, so what's considered a Nisiyam? Bavel. So what's considered Bavel? Kamachlikis liuchs and kach machlikis ligitten. It's the same as Yamachlikis, meaning the, the, the diagram that you're going to build of what we just went through, the towns and the cities and the rivers, that's going to be the same thing regarding that. No, the Amachlikis is liuchsen only. I will get in the Rakol. Ad arba tinyana de gesho till the second swampy area past the bridge. Everybody apparently knew where that was. So the second swampy area past the bridge, that was clearly when it comes to get them what everybody would hold. Omar Yomi Ba'aba. Chavil Yama. The place called Chavil Yama. Don't know where that is. But the Chilt of the Bavo. It was the most, most purified place in Bavo. That was like Chilt of Rashi. Uh, translates it as Tefarta shall bubble. We're going to come to Yuchsen. There's another one over there. No, on the side over there. The Teferis of, of Bavel was Chfil was Yama. Shunya Veguvya, those are towns in, in Chavil Yama, is Techilta de Chavil Yama. That's like the cream of the cream of the crop. That's like the best of the best. Only the real Chashev people live there. Ravina Amar Av Tzitura, don't forget about the town Tzitura, that was also a good place. Tanya Nami Hachi, Chonan Ben Pechas Emer Chavil Yamot, Chilta, the Bavel. Shunya Vegovia, Vitzitura, was Tchilta, the Chavil Yamot. These were areas within Chavil Yamot, so there was districts in Chavil Yamot, and there were some districts that were even better than others as well. I'm not sure what could be better. I mean, if it's not mingled, if it's totally pure, it's totally pure. I guess there was never even a rumor, I'm not sure, whatever that, whatever that means. Amar Rav Papa says Rav Papa va'idna, but nowadays Iyarim hukitai kuta married into those areas, so uh, I wouldn't trust that area. And then the Gemara says a fascinating line over here. But v'lohi, don't believe what Rav Papa just said. Itisa hudabayiminayu, he wanted to marry a girl from that area, v'yahavale, and she said no. So therefore, he spread a rumor about them that they have intermingled kutim. What are we talking about? Where Rav Papa? So Rashi actually has two pshatim. I picked the one that's much more exciting for clickbait <laughs> because uh, but, uh, just, but Rashi has um, Rashi has two pshatim. Look at Rashi. It's a boy Rashi says pshat number one. Kutim loynis avrabim. Of course they never mingled in. The prophet saying there was once a kuti that wanted to marry in and they said no. But everybody just heard that a kuti wanted to marry in. They only heard the first part of the story. They walked out after Kedusha. So they didn't hear the other part of the story. So therefore, they nobody knew that it never ended up happening. Story one. V'yeshayim in the story number two, which is a peldiest story. Rav Papa, by the way, it's a v'lo yahavaleh. L'kachoyim moitzi aleim shemetz p'sul. Says Rashi, v'kasha be'ene lo'mekein. I'm asking, so why did he say it? I guess he heard this from one of his rabbeim. I don't know. It's a mitzvah liyashiv. Even Rashi's like, I don't know. Like Rashi writes with Tarachin at the end of Rashi. Okay? Rav Papa was uh, turned down from a girl from that town, so they were the whole town is messed up. Okay. Maybe. Says you are my Chavil Yama. By the way, what is Chavil Yama? A name of a town, I thought. Amar Papa, oh, Zu Paras de Borsi. Today it's known as Paras de Borsi. Okay, so now you know. Says the Gemara, Hu Gavro. There was a fellow, the Amalahu, Ano Mishait Mishait. Guy said, you know, I come from Shait Mishait. Name of a town, that's where I come from. Amar Yitzchak Chal Raglov. Yitzchak got up. Amar Shait Mishait Ben Anaharas Angles. That's between the rivers. And therefore, it's part of Bavel itself. 
says the Gemara, Vechibayin and Arzaymis, Mayhavu. And what are you trying to bring out that it's between the two rivers? Amr Abayo, Amr Abcham Abay Ukva, Amr Abayitzim Chalina, Bayin and Aris, Hareiki Goyal Yuchsen. Between the rivers, like we just said, has the status of Goyal, has the status of, that it's pure, totally pure. Vachikaimo, and that's what we paskin. Amr Abayachanan, Mi'ihi Dikiro Ulel. Rabbi Yochanan said that the, there was a place on the Euphrates, which is more than all the places that we mentioned before, and this was further up. This was not Bein Hanaris. This was further up, and so he holds that even there, that would be okay. Says my father, Rabbi Yochanan, I'm back to the Gizma. Rabbi Yochanan says till the Gizma crossing, I'm a buyer at Suanafka, till the Gizma crossing, Gizma crossing. But there's also a strip of land that's still pure all the way till Ihi Dikira. And uh, therefore, you can marry the Kiri people and that little strip of land that, that connects the two together. Okay. Amar Rav Ikova Oven, Amar Rav Hananel, Amar Rav Chilazayim. Why do you need a strip of land exactly? Why couldn't there be just one city there that's kept between? It could be. Why does it have to be two years? Don't know. Fair point. Okay. Not sure. It's the name of a river. Nihawand. That's a river that you can still find on Google Maps today. The Nihawand River, or however you pronounce it. That has the status of Goylo when it comes to Yuxin. Amalei Abayo. Somebody says, eh, let the Tzitzilei. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. There was a wife that he was expecting to get from there because his brother died childless, so therefore he was going to get Yavam from there. So therefore he put out a rumor that it's all good because he wanted to be able to marry her. He says, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not, I'm not making up my own rules. I just said it over, I gave you a name of an Amari that says it. So So they went to ask him, did you really say that? I'm not even saying it. I heard this from Rav. What does it mean when it says in the passage when we're talking about Klai Yisrael getting kicked out of Eretz Yisrael that Sacherv came and he sent them to those areas here we have it and so what we see over here is that these are places that Asayashim went. And what happened? My What does it mean? Nahaland and it's Chaverim. Those uh, provinces also. Those were also uh, places where they went. I'm still explaining it. And all those people, unfortunately, the Sarasa Shatim intermingled, married non-Jews, and today you can't trust any of those people. So how could you tell me back to the question? How could Rav say Khilazin Nahawand is kosher? But if Khalakhavar Nahar Gaiza, we just said one of them is Khilaz is, is that place, and we know that has been intermingled with unfortunately non-Jewish girls have become part of Klaizol in that area. So therefore, how can we trust that? So the Gemara says Kesal Kadaito, the premise of the question was based off of. Mushchi haynu mushchani. Now mushchi and mushchani are the same thing. But for Amar Abchir by Avin Amashmul, mushchani harei kegel yuchsin. Says you're right. Hello, mushchi luchod, mushchani luchod. That was an easy answer. 
So the Rebbe says, there's Mexico and there's New Mexico. Okay, fine, great. Says the Gemara, Utlas, the Pasuk says in Daniel, he had a vision of what it's going to look like at the end of time. Utlas, Eloin, Bepume Ben Shine. He's looking at a vision of a beer. And this beer has three ribs in his mouth between his teeth. This is the vision, fascinating visions of Daniel about the about everything that was going to happen in the future, and a lot of it happened already. Daniel's the only one that knew when Mashiach is going to come. It says clearly that Daniel when Mashiach is going to come. The problem is we don't know what he's talking about over there. But Daniel had visions. So one of the visions he has is going through, he's seeing all the Malchus that Klai is going to be subjugated under. And one of them he sees is a beer, and he has three ribs in his mouth between his teeth. Those three ribs are referring to Zichilazan, Hadiab, and Etzivin. She'pa'amen bo'ilatan, upa'amen bo'ilatan. The beer represents Paras, Persia. Sometimes those, those towns are part of Persia. And sometimes they're not part of Persia. So it's in his mouth, but it's between his teeth. It's not totally swallowed up. Um, what? So again. And then he saw another animal that looked like a beer. What does that mean? referring to the Persian they eat and drink like beers. I couldn't think of a better way to describe Achashverosh. and they're um, chunky. How do they say they're chunky? How do they say fat? That's so not politically correct. They're um, chunky is more politically correct. I think so. No. No. Okay. Well rounded individual. Okay, and they're hairy like beers, and they're restless like beers, and these are the Persians. Yeah, but when they're up, they're constantly pacing. They pace. He's saying they're restful when they're not restless. Fine. When they are, whatever. When he would see a Parsi driving by in his Lamborghini, Oh, look, a bear moving. That's what he would say. Okay, great story. It's good, it's good that we know that what Abai, where Abami used to say. A moving bear. Rebbe one time told Levi, He says, Can you describe to me what a Parsi looks like? Rebbe lived next to Saul. He didn't interact with Parsi on a daily basis. So he's like, Give me a, a little bit of a description of a Parsi. He says, He says, You know those big. You know, the strong muscle men in David's army? That's what they look like. Big guys. He says, show me the Chabaran people. Throughout Shas, you have the Chabaran. They were, they were the Hamas of the times of Chazal. Chazal, what the says, that they were worse than the Persians. They were, the, they were animals. They were mamish animals. So he says, show me what the Chabaran look like. So he gave a great description. He says, they look like, you know, Malach Chabala. That's a great way to describe it. Apparently, Rebbe knew what that looked like. He's like, oh, yeah? Oh, okay, good. I don't know what Yishma'elim. Oh, this is good. This is so apropos. He says, show me what the Yishma'elim look like. He says, They look like the demons of the bathroom. Maskin. He says, I would love to see what the Tabi Dechamim Bavo look like. He said, oh, those are Daimim Malachi Yashar's. Those look like Malachi Yashar's. There's a lot here, obviously, but we're not going to be able to do that now. When Rebbe was on his deathbed, Omar, he made some prophetic visions. 
and some statements that rocked the world. For example, he said, Homunia, Ikeba Bavel. There's a town called Homunia in Bavel, and Kula Aminoihi, the all from Amoin. So don't marry anybody from that town. So he just took a whole town and he told everybody to stay away from that town. Don't marry into that town. There's another place in Bavel, Mesegaria. Okay. Harlem. Okay. Birka Ikeba Bavel. Then there's Birka in Bavel. Generally speaking, the town is okay, but there is some problems there because there's two brothers. Today they went off the derech. Rabbi on the day of his death, he says, they just went off the derech today. Why? They went, they decided to go, they had a fishing pond, and they went to go fish on Shabbos, and I'm not exactly sure what happened, but for whatever reason, they decided to... Uh, Go fishing on Shabbos, and because they did that, v'shemtinu Reb Achi Reb Yashia, so he put them into Cherem, Chal Shabbos, and v'ishtamod, and they all decided, you know what? If we're being put in Cherem, we might as well just uh, join a different religion. And they all converted to I don't know Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, Christianity. I don't know whatever it was. There was no Islam at that day, but whatever it was, they converted to something different. So that's what Rebbe's saying. It just happened today. It sounds like Rebbe died on Shabbos. And we know that that's not true, and that's a big problem that Taisus deals with himself as Ksubas. Because we know that the Levi happened Arab Shabbos. So. They put him in the Kherim, not Ksubas, not Arab Shabbos. Had an odd Shabbos to put him in the Kherim? So he said they went over there today. They converted today. And they put people in the Kherim on Shabbos? Maybe they captured the fish on Shabbos, until the case came in front of them, until he passed. When did they put him in the Kherim? Okay, then they went. And then they went. They put him in the hair on the well. Okay, we'll wait to get to the Sorry. Well, what? So, how about work? Rabbi Pachman, welcome for the air. I, I don't know. Places is very bothered by it. It sounds like this all happened on the same day. And um, not here. This is in the service. Um, continues the Gemara. Um, Akra da Agma. There's a, there's a place called Akra da Agma in Bavel. There's a man in that town called Adabar Hava. We know him from Shas. Today he's sitting in the lap of Avram Avinu. What does that mean? Rashi says two things. Number one says Rashi, Today he's sitting in Avram Avinu's lap because he died. Obviously this is not the same Ravadar Ahava because Ravadar Ahava was an Amaro that lived past Rebbe. So if he died the day that Rebbe died, the same Leviah, the same yard side, not the same Leviah, the same yard side, so it can't be the same Ravadar Ahava. So it's called So he was sitting in the lap. If you're learning, you see, which means he lived quite the life. Tesis learns like that also. Or Tesis says, you know what, maybe there was two of Adabahavas. Whenever in doubt, just make them into two and finish. Okay, fine. Another thing said, Rebbe. There's a man today who was born in Bavel. His name is going to be Rabbi Yehuda. It's going to be the famous Rabbi Yehuda. Amar Mark, Shemesh Rabbi Akiva, Noilad Rabbi. The day Rabbi Akiva was was skinned to death, which is Yom Kippur's his yard site, was the day that Rabbi was born. Shemesh Rabbi, Noilad Rabbi Yehuda. Shemesh Rabbi Yehuda, Noilad Rava. Shemesh Rava, Noilad Rav Ashi. Lila Medcha, she ain't tzaddik nifter, and Oilam at Shinivat tzaddik. Kemoi say, 
Kodesh Baruch Hu has the Nechtes Tzaddik already lined up. The Ritzal Ravensberg switches the Gerses over here because um, you skip Rova out of it because you have to do the math, it doesn't really work. But I'll compare with that that we have over here. But Kodesh Baruch Hu always has the next Tzaddik ready to go. Shinemar, the Pasuk says, the Chacham Mikala Adam says, V'zarach Hashem Esh, Hashem Esh. It should have said the sun set and then the sun rose, not the sun rose and the sun set. Actually, as the sun is setting on Eli Akoyan, meaning he's already losing his prophetic visions, we already see that Shmuel is starting to get prophecy. That's not the Pasha of Shat and the Pasha. It means before the candles in the Mishra went out, Shmuel was laying down. But the way Chazal Behir Darshan get is the candle, meaning the Nair Hashem Mishra of Elia Cohen was still burning, it was still bright, when it was already starting to dim, when before it got totally put out, Shmuel and started already with his prophecy. But they were always warm. Correct. Shmuel was, over, Shmuel was, was, was very, very good question. So many of the learned that it doesn't mean born, it means reached maturity to the point, today they became, you could be born again. So if you could be a born again Jew, you could like have, like you could be at 20 years old, all of a sudden a spark could hit you to become... You know, better in Yahweh Hashem, and that's what it means they were born. Something fresh and learned. in their Sorry? in their Yeah, no, correct. Hashem commanded to Yaakov around him his enemies. Like from Humanya to Pumnahara. Rashi explains, if you look at the second narrow line, Tsarim Shayusovim Oisam Ba'artsam. There were enemies that surrounded them. Amunimayev were always our biggest thorn in our sides throughout history. They never really started war with us. Here and there they started war with us. But they generally speaking, were always ready that when, when somebody else starts a war, they're here to make problems. You know, Amunimayev is current day Jordan. Nothing changed. Jordan doesn't start wars with the Jews. But if somebody else starts, all of a sudden they have what to say. They're involved. Yeah, yeah. So Rashi continues... They're bad neighbors of Rishlaim. says, But I need them. I need them to surround the Jews even when they go into Golos. And that's why the Gemara tells us, The town of Humanya is right near Pumnara. You should know it's because I think the bathrooms are locked. It's been locked the whole. It's been locked the whole. Just knock. It's been locked the whole share. People keep trying to go in. Huh? Right, both of them. But he continues the passing right there. The Gemara right there. But he, Kihi Novi, as I had prophecy, says Yecheskel Novi, as I was prophesizing, Uplatio ben Benayo Mace. I saw him die. The apple upon him as a Kalgado. And I fell on my face and I cried out. So, was he happy or was he sad? We're not sure. Something about somebody died and he's screaming. What's he screaming about? In happiness or in, or, or in, in sadness? The governor of Meisham was the Adam of Nebuchadnezzar. So he sends them the following message. He says, All these captives that you're taking, you can't send me anybody? (laughs) 
You can't send me anybody. I mean, you have you have you took so many captives. Please send me people. So Baal Shadur let me so he was gonna send them Jews. Amalei Platio ben Benayo. So Amalei Platio ben Benayo. So Platio ben Benayo ben Benayo said to said to Nebuchadnezzar, Ananda Chashvin and Ekim Kamach. The Jews were the best captives. We should stay by you. You would have the best benefit from us. Says Zimara, Va'avdin Nezulasim. Send slaves here. Madna. Okay? Va'avdin Nezulasim. And the Avadim should go there. Va'amar Navi. So the Navi, when Yechaskel heard that this person died, he said, This plaki should die. He did such a good thing. He allowed that Kaisal should stay under the hands of Nebuchadnezzar. Apparently, being under the hands of Nebuchadnezzar was better off than being under the son-in-law of Nebuchadnezzar. He was a bigger mamzer. And therefore, this plot who gave this advice that saves Kaisal, should he, should he die so young? And that was the correct. And the other one that says that Cheska was saying it as like, as he was crying out of pain, Chesca says, in my vision, I was brought to the Beis HaMikdash, to the opening, to the entrance, Hapoyna Kedima, which is facing east. There's 25 people at the entrance, and I see there amongst the people, as Yaznia ben Ezer, as Platya ben Benayo, this is our fellow. Sorry, um, these are ministers. Their backs were to the Heichel. Upneim Kedma, their faces were east. So obviously their, their backs were to the west. Malamed, it wasn't just that their backs were to the west. They were, think, they were acting Ke'ilu as a Balpa'er. But they were doing it not in an honor way, but in the opposite way. What? We had that in Yuma. Very good. Very good. And the Sukkah also. So Vakaama Navi. And the Navi says, Misha He was crying. He said, I can't believe such a person should just, just die of old age. Like, or, or die a regular death. So either he's crafting and lamenting. He's like, how come such a Russia has just a regular death? Or how could it be such a tzaddik should die at such a young age? So one of the two. He says, Mark, Testayim, let's prove the Shmuel Dom Alara. The Amr Abchiba Oven Amr Shmuel. Mushani Yareki Gaylul Yuchsim. Mishani is like Gaylo when it comes to Yuchsim. Mishain Loichashula Loy Mishum Avdis Loy Mishum Amseris. The Mishain, you have to worry about not that there's a situa- problem of Avadim and not a problem of Amseris. El Kahan Shaybal Lefkiru Lekpido Ahagushes. But the only thing you have to worry about the Kahanam weren't so Makhbid about Marin Grushes. Meaning you have to worry about Halalim. There's no Mamzerian problem, there's no Avadim problem, there's a Halalim problem. Nope. Fine. So if you're a thrall, that's not, that's not such an issue for you. Only if you're a kain. But what do we see here? We see here Shmuel says that Mushchani is kegayuliyuchsim. Now, one of the places that we went was, as we said, Mushchani. I'm sorry, Meishan was the chasne the beit and we said that they sent their avadim. So I, there should be a problem over there. Shmuel, Maybe I could switch it. Shmuel said that it was Yecheskel was saying it like good, good that he died. Well, only Evid Ish, not an Evid Ish, not a wife, a woman's Evid. That doesn't have a status of an Evid. So, since they did not get 
they get shikher, so therefore ain't l'rabbi l'shitz alav, and therefore those avadim were emancipated ki'ilu, ki'ilu, and therefore, even if you intermarry with them, it's not great, but it's not, it's not the ekvelt, it's not the end of the world, and therefore, Shmuel Lavdafka was going to be sad about it. He was sending them under a new master. He was like gifting them to a different master. I understand, but they never got they never got a from the Jewish masters. Jewish masters. Okay, we'll stop here by the session.